What's good, you guys? And in this session, we're going to talk about the Justice Smollett and the Osendero brothers and this new documentary that just popped out from Fox Nation. So grab your blunts, your bongs, your papers, get your pipes, whatever you need to smoke this good weed so we can smoke about it. Modestly prominent actor on a TV show gets jumped in the middle of a very cold night by two people yelling that it's MAGA time and putting a noose around his neck. You couldn't write that better. Everybody knows he lied, right? Am I supposed to pretend that that's up in the air? What's good, you guys? Okay, I mean, let me just get right into it, you feel me? Because... <laughs> it's a mess because I got these Osendero brothers. They commented on my, my my Twitter. They even commented on uh, the post I had put under the damn video uh, that was posted on Fox Nation. So I'm going to go ahead and do an episode about it, you know? <laughs> so let me just go ahead and just give a, a, a run through, you feel me, what went down. So I think, well, not I think, but. Uh, January 2019, I think at the end of January, you know, I don't want to get a good, no, no, I'm not going to get into real detail specifics of it, you feel me, because I got clips and shit I want to play, and that way y'all can hear all that, you feel me, and y'all can also go watch the documentary yourself, it's five parts, they're on YouTube, so, yeah, but, you know, in January, Jesse Smollett, you know, the, <clears throat> the esteemed actor, from um from Empire. Uh, he 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 came out with this he came out with this 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 elaborate this elaborate um attack, I guess, you know, saying that he was attacked by two two guys that he believed at least one was white at two AM on the coldest night in Chicago while he was out going <laughs> while he was out going to subway, okay? While he was out going to Subway to get a sandwich or whatnot, you know, on the way back, you know, he was attacked and they said, fuck him, faggot or some shit, uh, you know, this MAGA country motherfucker and some other homophobic, racist, whatever slurs or whatever, they're supposed to beat him up, knock him down and threw bleach on him and put a makeshift <clears throat> rope around his neck. So, yeah. All of that supposed to happen at the end of January, the coldest night in Chicago. You know, J- Jesse, your boy Jesse Smollett said all of that. You feel me? Like, that happened. And, you know, there were a lot of people out there at the time who believed him. I was one of them. I put my, my little shit on, on Instagram, you know, justice for Jesse, because a lot of people didn't believe him. Because that because I didn't even really know the full story. I just knew or heard that the fact that he, at that point, at that time that he was attacked and beat up by some racist Trump supporters or whatever. And during that time, during that the clock, you know, the climate of the area was like kinda sorta racist or whatever and it was finna be some some hardcore shit that was really going on because of Trump and shit and everybody was it was kinda a divide, you know. You you was against you was with Trump or you was against Trump, basically. And most white people, most white supremacists or whatever how they were whatever they wanted to be called at the time or whatever. They was mostly MAGA side versus the blue, you know, Democratic people who was not on MAGA side. So 
during that climate, you thought that this really did occur, you know, that you thought that this shit really did happen when it really didn't. Yes, uh, hello? Yeah, I, I, what's going I, on? I just need a police to come by. Um, I work with an army. I, I don't really want to say his name, but some guys, I don't want to be Justin, but something like Jesse's that. Jesse Smollett. <laughs> so he, he is like a star, works on the show, Empire. So I think he, he doesn't want to. That's a big deal. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. This is basically body cam footage of the police showing up to Jesse's apartment. And Jesse is literally still sitting in the apartment with the whole news around his neck. Alleged news around his neck with his feet. Okay, so can we turn it off? Yeah, you're giving us permission to shut it off. So, like, yeah, and they showing the police reports and everything. But my thing is, like, why would you keep the damn fake noose around it? It's not really a noose. It looked like a little string that you can get from fucking Family Dollar somewhere. The little twine. And, yeah, and that's what it looks like. It doesn't even look like it was made to be a noose. It was just wrapped. And, yeah. And, like they say, later, Smollett told the police that at least one of his attackers was white. Come on, bro. Like, really? Really? Yeah, so, with that being said, it's like, it really makes you wonder, like, <laughs> like, to me, that's like the start of the whole line on people, line, line bullshit to make these, these big elaborate cases and shit, like the Amber Heard and Murder Manson and shit like that. You got Jesse Smollett with his big line hoax and shit. So, the fact when everybody start talking about he was lying and shit, you know, it, it's a hoax. You know, it's like people really did. It's, it became a bigger divide. You know, it was like the the LGBT alphabet community versus the non LGBT alphabet community. You know, and it was even more, even even smaller divides even within that. You know, it's like how could you not believe? And this is the reason why people don't want to believe. Um, when people say they are attacked or whatnot, this is why people, this is why victims don't want to say stuff. Nah, they he, they start making Jesse a poster child of attacks and shit. You feel me? So it's like, what? <laughs> like, 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 what was the whole purpose of him even doing this? Even saying it? in a documentary, they get more into it and they try to make they even made a big political issue with the city of Chicago because there was a lot of shit going on with the police chief saying what he said and 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 again the Black Lives Matter movement and yeah it started getting like very political that's why in my opinion the entire documentary itself is messy it's all over the fucking place the Osanderos come in and say what they have to say they even do a little reenactment which I thought was completely unnecessary they could have kept that whole shit they could have said what they said sat there and that's little seats and shit looking as all this what looking like they look <laughs> looking like they look and said they had to say and just kept it quiet you know you didn't need nothing spread out over five episodes of these queer brothers like it was weird even though one might be straight one might be gay they both might be straight 
They both might be bi. Who knows? Who really cares? Because they really tried to, towards the end, they really made that a big deal. You know, at least one came out. I play a clip of that too. But my whole thing is, why even get these brothers? I'm sure they were paid money to come out to do these documentaries. You know, even though it was not Fox Nation, Fox Nation is a platform to put it out. I forgot the name of the people who actually did the documentary. But for them to actually sit there and sit their black asses out here, and I'm sure they were paid and to reenact and look stupid and just come out and say how they did it. It's like, what? I, I mean, okay, it makes a good, it makes something good to talk about. But at the same time, bros, y'all could have just, y'all could have just said what y'all had to say about your business. I wonder how much money they were paid for that. Because of course they was paid money for that shit. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, but for them to like, I don't know, for them to come out and just continue on with And then if you go on Twitter, they're literally, they're like milking all of this shit. And I find it funny because, bitch, guess believe I've heard Cloud Chase too. That's why I'm doing the episode without it, even though they really want to. But that's why I wanted to do the episode because it's like, <clears throat> this is like the known culture now. All these fucking liars. They're nothing but pathological liars. And even though he's been found, Nick, you were caught, Jesse. Like, bro, you were caught. At this fucking point, that you still try to maintain your lie. Give it up. You're lying, bro. <laughs> like, give up at this point. We are. You've been caught. We already know the truth. Your bro, the bros are even coming out telling their little side of the story. Now, are we going to wait for Jesse's side of the story? I mean, we got his side of the story, but I mean, I'm, th- th- I'm talking about the truth. Like, are, are we now waiting for Jesse to come out and say, yeah, I lied, I apologize. Men come along and they jump into this camp. Cab drives off. Fortunately, it was a good angle. The video clearly displayed the cab's registration number and the rest is history. When they brought that footage back in and pieced it together and then I went down there and saw it, I'm like, uh-oh, this something right with this here. When you've been a cop for so long, you, you get certain instincts about, uh, have a pretty reliable pass-fail test, smell test, we'll call it. Cab drives off. Fortunately, there was a good ant- guys from the neighborhood. They, they really were. And you, you know, you have to spend a lot of time getting instinct for that kind of thing. I remember telling the chief of detectives, those are two black guys. And <laughs> you can tell them are two black guys. Now listen to this shit. Really? I, I feel like he's just. I feel like he's just saying. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, cap. Come on. I called cap on that. I called <laughs> cap on that. We was in character the whole time. One hundred percent. Look at. Him. Okay, first of all. <laughs> Images released from Chicago police don't show much detail, but they're the latest in the alleged hate crime against Empire. Yeah, and I mean, <clears throat> the arrogancy that they keep displaying, the, the bros, the arrogancy is like disgusting. Like, <laughs> when y'all watch this shit, you'll be like, this is why I say it's a little messy, because at the same fucking time, it's like, bruh, bruh, I don't get it, bruh. I don't get it. Like, why are y'all acting so goddamn arrogant? You know, like no one needs the arrogancy. You can see it in the video. That what makes me say like it's some up with this shit. And before I even, I my I made my comment before I even completely watched the goddamn the whole documentary. I made them my little comment on Twitter about them being Batty boys or whatever. Yeah, but 
I'm like, the fuck? You can tell. Like, who the fuck will sit out here and, and dress like they do and present themselves like they are? Like, the arrogancy of it all is like, what? <laughs> How much were y'all paid for this? Because y'all were paid. Y'all were obviously paid. The judges. Like, yeah. And the reason why some people say because, you know, he did is because, you know, empire, his uh, empire was failing or whatnot. So, I don't know. Let us in this shit right here. So, in addition to me being a television executive and researcher, I also this is like this an executive from Fox. Jesse Smollett was, uh, and the Troubadour before this happened. I guess I was already set to DJ this show. This was not like this thing happened and then promoted the them and put them at the truth. This was already before Empire put out. When this happens, but now he's so talking about the concert the just says, hey, supposed to have a few days, four days, five days after the DJ, actual attack. But this thing is like oversold. So I just need you to just come and just lend a hand. So I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I can do that. No I'm going to call it the infamous concert. I have bro. never, before a show, been sitting in that bar area, looked out the window and seen that many people. Ever. There was a little bit of like, man, I hope nothing happens out here. Because <laughs> I'm a lot of right-wing people. You know, I, it was like a lot of that Excuse sort of me, those kind of negative comments this floating around in the atmosphere. Again, here, here he is doing a show at a very public place, middle Los Angeles, right a ton of media. Right? It's just like a spectacle. And I was like, man, I hope nothing happens. So Jesse takes the stage, and it's a good show. Like he's doing his thing, the dude is talented. But during the middle of the show, and this is when I find, this is when I trusted my instincts. This is when I came to the realization that this is not real. I was bruised, but my ribs were not cracked. They were not broken. <laughs> I went to the doctor immediately. My gas and drove me. I was not hospitalized. I'm listening. And I'm in there. My heart is in there. I'm like, this is what's up. Wow, we're getting we're getting it straight from the horse's mouth. And above all, I fought the fuck back. This guy does. He then says, I'm the gates of <laughs> And I think that's when he lost crazy. people. But like, when someone says that's when they realize, yeah, this motherfucker lied. In my mind, when he says that, it was a letdown. I knew it was false. I knew it was completely false. I knew that that didn't happen the minute he said that. And the reason why I knew that is because anyone who's been through that kind of trauma in that yeah. sort of situation would never describe it in those terms. You'll never glorify and make it seem I know like people that who have people. Yeah, I, I think that at that point they realize, Jesse, you are full of shit, bro. Anyway, close to that. <laughs> never. Never in my life. But like, why? But again, like, really the whole you, question you around all this shit is why would you come up with this bullshit? Why would you lie and make up this shit when it's like... There's like no real reason for you to lie. And then once again, like I said, when it came out, you continue to lie. La 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 la. Like, bruh, really? I just can't. I can't. Yeah. So apparently they don't have all the episodes on YouTube anymore. This episode I've seen them all. So I'm just gonna run through the rest of the first episode they have, and I'll just get my little commentary on it. And the, and the, the remaining shit that happened. So, however y'all can find the rest of the documentary, y'all go find it because it's messy. It's messy. That's all we knew at that point. They had his clothes, but they never found the bottle where the bleach was poured on him. At the time, you know, there's a manhunt all over the city. The Chicago Police Department has deployed 
all of their resources. They have thrown everything in the kitchen sink at this story because it's making international waves. So then I had the fun task of calling up the Chicago Police Department's Detective Bureau and saying, hi, um, I'm a journalist here covering the scene. And I think I found something that's a little bit strange and you guys might want to come take a look at it. And the sergeant comes and they end up putting some little crime scene tape and putting a little marker on it, taking some pictures, like doing the whole CSI thing with the hot sauce bottle, which was really funny. My newsroom was a little bit concerned that there might be more to this story. So I went door to door on Jesse Sabres, spoke to people coming in and out, and people doubted it. You know, that's like, nobody was really saying that publicly, but behind closed doors, yeah. everyone was wondering how the hell did something like this happen in Chicago? Yeah, publicly nobody was gonna say nothing against it because you know, you'll have all these, these communities coming at you. You'll have Black Lives Matter, you'll have the alphabet. So of course you really don't wanna say that you don't believe them because At the, time, I couldn't tell the little evidence he did have, city, you know, the little scratches, the little scratches did not prove there was a fight. But, you know, at the end of the documentary, they start showing how they actually did it, you know, and he said he pulled his punches, you know, and he didn't really want to hurt them. Because if you look at them dudes, them motherfuckers look like they will hurt you. Them motherfuckers Nigerians, they, that's raw African power. Talk to me about this case. And I started to kind of get that hint that not everything was adding up with them. And you start to get the vibe that he's not really helping this investigation. No, he and then, of he course, the question alive. is why wouldn't you be helping the investigation? You've been the victim of a horrifying crime. On February 11th, Justice Mother finally turns in his phone records over to the police department. But they conclude that the information is inadequate. And this is after the fact he did not want to even turn in his phone records. I think it took a minute for them to get it. Because, look, the attack happened on the 28th, and it's February 11th, and he just now turned in his phone records. So he done deleted some shit. He didn't want nobody to know. And I think his excuse to robbing robbers was he know he had prominent people in his in his phone book. Like, he, he knows famous people and actors and singers and musicians and artists or whatever, all these famous people he knew. He didn't want to turn over his phone. He didn't want to turn over his phone to the police because they could get those alleged phone records. And I guess piles of famous people. I don't know. That's stupid for him to do that though. It's Jesse. Like, come on now. Really, man. You know, as journalists, we are often called to report on uncomfortable truths, and it is a difficult part of the job. And then you also—it's um, a scary time to be gay. You know, I'm a gay woman. Looking at Jesse's story and seeing how he was the victim of a hate crime, you know, that, that's a fear that you right have. Now. Anytime I walk hand, you know, I, I walk down the street holding hands with my wife, I have to worry about being the victim of a hate crime. And to see that he was a victim of this supposed crime, and Alleged then to start crime. to see that there's some doubt about it, it's uncomfortable. Am I saying that a black and gay man lied about being the victim of a hate crime? Because yes. that is a really, well really serious thing to say. He lied about um, it. And I really don't want to be the person to say that. Gives incomplete phone but once I had the evidence okay. that I did, the public had a, a right to know what was going on with this case. Initially, the groundswell was pro-Smollett. There was a rallying cry. People wanted it to be true. Everybody was nervous about going against that story initially. Yeah, because you didn't know what the hell was There's going nothing on. more biddable or malleable than a white liberal journalist who's dealing with racial issues. They are terrified of anyone possibly calling them a racist. And so they'll create a hero out of a bug like Jesse Smollett. As the leaks came out from Chicago PD, that's when the public opinion changed. Mm -hmm. And PD knew that. It was very smart of them to do that. 
those leaks helped us. Let's be real. They had to. They served the, our agenda. They our agenda was like, we want the media. We want more viewers. We want more readers. People, the more people that watch us, the more job security we have. Empire actors. I really. I think maybe by that third day is when the detectives had the evidence and linked it to the Osendero brothers. Video the detectives did an awesome job of collecting that video and tracking yeah, it back. They was going by that time, you knew it was the shit because we know the Osendero brothers are the ones that perpetrated So we had it dead to rights. You know, we just needed them to tell us what actually happened. <laughs> They're out of the country, so I didn't want anybody knowing about that we also knew when they were coming back which wasn't that, that that big of a time frame but my fear was this because we knew they were out of the country i didn't want them getting wind of it and not come back to chicago flying back from nigeria we were expecting our other 500 dollars check we need our cheese we need the rest of our money i felt like who, who, i was just gonna get back to business you know, is the one who done had the relationships with with, with with jesse i mean i had I called it like i seen it already again like, if you look at that demeanor if you look at it you're like oh no Somebody fucking somebody. And on top of that, you're not going to sit here and commit crimes and do shit somebody's paying you on the low for with a whole $3,500 check. You know you you already know you're doing something wrong. Why would you do it? Unless you fucking Jesse on the low. You're just not really trying to get... you also trying to get... Famous and you chasing clock, but at the same time you and you and Jesse fucking each other. That's all it is. And then at the end of the documentary, you know, one of them, you know, Bola actually comes out. You know, Ola, the, bro the brother, he's like, yeah, I'm straight. You know, bro, like, no, he said, we're straight. Bola's like, did I tell you I was straight? So Ola's like, well, I'm straight. I don't know about him. Of course, Bola, no, he ain't straight. He probably bisexual fucking going around fucking, fucking Jesse. Like I said, they paid, Jesse paid, we're paying them and, Paying, was paying them also to do this crime. Like I fucking said, you're not gonna do no crime for nobody unless you know good goddamn well. Yeah, y'all fucking each other. That's all I gotta say. Y'all know each other on a personal level. That's the only way you're gonna help commit a crime for somebody, you know? You know, we just needed them to tell us what actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> They're out of the country. So I didn't want anybody knowing about that. We and also according to the brothers, the reason why they came back because they seen, they seen that Jesse called the police and basically blamed it on them. Talking about when they seen the video come out and Jesse was like, "Yeah, he think that's them." They was like, "Oh well, now we got to turn against him. He's spreading our name." Flying back from Nigeria, we were expecting our other five hundred dollar check. We need our cheese. We need the rest of our money. I felt like Boy. I was just gonna get back to business, head back, start doing auditions, continue working out, and living my great life. Boy, I had a whole different feeling. I felt like the police was waiting for me. That's what I felt like. They're releasing all these little bits of evidence, but they knew it was us. I was like, they're just waiting for us to come back. And lo and behold. When I was getting off the plane, the customs agent was checking everyone's passport. And when they got to me, they pulled me aside. Two big ass police officers came up. I went with them, I was like, damn, it's over with. They got me. It was like a movie itself. It was like a movie. 
The Chicago Police Department confirming they've been talking with two people of interest in the case for hours. The reason why the men were there is now central to the investigation. I don't believe it's my boys. I don't know what's going on, but I know it's not them. Just because they were black doesn't mean that they weren't the perpetrators here. This was just some Hollywood shit. It's mega country. Yeah, you. Yeah, you heard me. That's the real The start of Desi's own demise was his interview with Robin Roberts. That's when I told Gloria, like, yeah, I'm ready to talk to the police and tell them exactly everything that happened. I'm pissed off. What is it that has you so angry? What happened that night, Jesse? That shit is just fucking hilarious. I'm telling you. And the fact that he's still lying. <laughs> the fact that he is still lying and just still trying to make it seem like he's a victim of some kind of hate crime in Chicago, which like it's 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 stupid, like bruh. But again, there's no reasons why. Like in one of the other episodes, they say you know he was getting his role his role <coughs> his role was being cut in Empire and he needed the money or whatnot. I don't know. I guess. I, again, there's, it doesn't really make no kind of sense. But like I say, for these brothers, though, for you to sit up there and just, for y'all to sit there and take whatever money, whoever makes documentary for y'all to come up there and sit up there and just be like all against Jesse. Come on now. Y'all look even stupid for taking the fucking money. I know y'all chasing clout, but at the same fucking time, like, try to be real with y'all. Y'all trying to be real now. Bet the fucking time y'all wasn't being real. Y'all sitting up here committing crime for, for 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 this empire actor. I can see if it was uh Terrence Howard. Okay. I I'll do it. But you doing it for Jesse? Cause y'all fucking each other. Like I said, they fucking each other. He was fucking him. Let me just play this shit real quick. I'm going to rap. When I landed in Chicago and Frank Gasson, who's like my uncle. And he's also my creative director and he picked me up and then we got back to the apartment there was no food and so i went out to walgreens thinking that they were 24 hours then to have smoke <laughs> uh walgreens was closed um so i called him up and i said hey i'm gonna run to subway which was across the street i'm gonna get a salad do you want anything i went to the subway and, and got the order but yeah, I'm like, come on out. Like, the whole bullshit of, of all that is like, his part is lying. Like, you can tell he is really lying because. Because like Okay, like I said, you can tell he's lying because like anybody for the call out Empire, okay? They said Empire motherfucker, Empire faggot. He didn't want to repeat all that shit. It just don't make sense to me. Like I now going back and seeing the shit and like knowing, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but knowing what you know now, you like, Oh yeah. He's straight up lying. Then you really go to Robin Roberts and really, you look really stupid. So now they're lying on and national TV on Good Morning America in front of Robin Roberts. You're sitting up here lying. And Robin, Robin Roberts is sitting up here looking at you like you are a whole, you're full of shit, motherfucker. 
Like, I don't know. Like, you can tell it's all bullshit. But with that being said, though, like, these mo- everybody's out here lying and don't expect their lies to be caught. When you gonna get an honest motherfucker out here to be like, I did this because I wanted to, I'll face consequences. You don't have nobody out here these days who can accept accountability. That's one of my first episodes in my in podcast is accountability. No one can accept or take accountability for whatever the fuck they got going on or whatever they will have going on. So I turned around and I said, did you just say to me? I mean, I see the uh, attacker uh, masked and he said, this MAGA country punches me right in the face. So I punched his ass back. And then um, right. we started tussling. So it was very icy. Stupid. And we ended so up tussling by the stairs. Uh, fighting, fighting, fighting. There was a second person involved who was kicking him back. Make it seem and uh, then it just stopped. And they ran off. And I saw where they ran. And the phone was in my pocket, but it had fallen out. And it was sitting there. And my manager was still on the phone. So I picked up the phone and I said, Brandon. And he's like, what's going on? And I said, I was just jumped. And I, then I look down and I see that there's a rope around my neck, which I hadn't. You had noticed that, it before? No, because it was so fast. You know what I'm saying? It was so fast. All right, Mark, what do you got? Yeah. But yeah, like, yeah, of course it was so fast. And like, according to the brothers, they, yeah, they did all of that. Oh, the, the, the brother, the brother to the one who was fucking Jesse was kicking him in the back while he was down. And like I say, Bola, Jesse's fuck partner, he said he had to pull his punches because he didn't want to, you know, hurt him. But also, according to, uh, according to the documentary, they said, uh, you know, Ola, Bola said, you know, he called, Jesse called him up, saying he, he got a job for him, basically. And he told him what he wanted him to do, and he paid him 35 in a check, 3500 in a check, and said, I'll give you 500 more dollars. So basically, in all in all, paying him $4,000. You did all this bullshit of $4,000. So you're gonna, you, you gonna get two, and you gonna give the other two to your brother. Okay, so that's when he called his brother, Ola. Bola calls his brother Ola up to tell him what's going on. And I guess, you know, that's his brother. He gonna do anything for him, and they agreed to this shit. So that's when they went around, buying all the little shit. And yeah, according to them, they say they went to the little spot Jesse told him about at 2 a.m. on the dot, and he wasn't there. I guess they said they walked up the street, and that's when the camera seen him. Or whatnot, and that's when they seen him. They ran up on him, called him the little slurs or whatnot. Ran up on him, knocked him down, kicked him, punched him a little bit. According to Bowler, he said he gave his little friend a nigga because he didn't want to hurt him. You feel me? He didn't want to. He didn't really didn't really want to hurt Jesse. You know, he probably loved Jesse. You know, they fuck partners. Of course, you don't want to hurt him, but some little scratches Jesse showed that he got. That don't look like you got beat up, boy. Like, you can tell something. What you did, scratch yourself? Because that's what it looked like. And he told me he just gave him a nigga. You didn't give him a hard nigga. You should have broke his nose. If he broke his nose, that probably been a little, a little bit more believable. Anyway. So, yeah. Then, yeah, again, at the, in the documentary, you know, they say they just wanted their $500 back or whatnot. That's why they came back. And police pulled up on them. They got a lawyer. And yeah, they basically, I guess they, they, there's something, again, the politics of it all, Chicago dropped the charges against him for whatever fucking reason. But at this point, it's the older brothers now suing him, I guess, whatever, I don't know. For when they, I guess they picked back up the charges. When they came out and, when they confessed, 
for I don't know. So then they charged him basically with 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 uh what was it? Uh 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 uh, uh, uh I forgot. It was something they they charged Jesse with I fucked right now. It mentioned that but anyway. They charged him with that and basically that's when he lost the case and got put in jail and only served six days and let out. Cause you know he went on his I'm not suicidal rant and all that bullshit trying to you know act act act. But the biggest questions of it are is why Jesse did the shit. We know he did it. Like there's no doubt in that the brothers came out. They you know <laughs> gave out all his little information. They even put themselves out there. You know, uh, Ball even put himself out there. He's not get. He's not straight. You know, men and women hit on him, blah, blah, blah. He fucks Jesse. Anyway, but that's all I want to say on this. You know, find time to watch it on your own. You'll see what I mean about how messy this shit was. And, like, for all these other, like, cases, it's like these motherfuckers be lying and everybody know it, but you got the small majority who don't want to believe it, which is beyond it. And you still got people to this day who believe Jesse is innocent. How? I don't know. Especially after watching this documentary. But I don't know. Jesse is lying. The brothers, Bola, I'm not going to say because this really ain't got nothing to do with Ola. This is Bola brought Ola into the bullshit. So that's your brother, bro. You brought, you helped him commit a hate crime for his lover. And I guess at this point, you just now finding out that your brother is bisexual or whatever the case may be. The alphabet community. I can say it because I am. So, until next time, (laughs) watch this documentary and we'll smoke about it.